Just doing commentary. A little cat chasing going on. We're going to cut this, but uh, just, you know, all intents and purposes. Letting you guys know what's going on. Would you like to speak into the microphone, William? Why did you feel the need to get on the countertop? No words? Is it your shame for your actions that's keeping you from speaking right now? William? Well, there you have it, folks. No response from William. An angry and dejected glare is what we're seeing. He's being called a handsome boy, yet the levels of rage coursing through his body at this moment. He's purring and wagging his tail. Now he's purring in anger and rubbing against Ella in rage and angrily reaches out a paw as if to say, get out of here. But keep petting me. Did you just bite my face? Really? Really? I'll be face biting now. Okay. All right. But if I bit your face? Yeah, you wouldn't like that, would you? Are you okay? Do you yeah. need me to grab him? No, he's fine. He's fine. I'm just, I'm just talking to a cat for some reason. So, welcome to an episode of Dragons Drink Bourbon with just Miles and Ella. Cletus Hello. could not be here today, but he's here in spirit. And in our hearts. Of course. Um, because we usually record at Cletus's place, uh, we are now recording at mine. And instead of Arthur, the most handsome dog ever, we have two cats running around. So, if you hear me get quite frustrated, it's because they are not behaving. Or bells jingling in the background. Just some cats. They're cute, yes. though. <laughs> so, drinks today? Drinks today. Today, we are drinking giggle water. And I know what you're thinking. What on earth is giggle water? It is inspired by Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, which is from the Harry Potter franchise. It serves about six people. If you make it correctly, I'm not going to go through the entire recipe, but it does contain bourbon, butterscotch schnapps, spiced apple cider, and ice and champagne. So once mixed together properly, it makes for a, it really, it's an, actually quite a delicious drink. Um, we used Maker's Mark as our bourbon today, straight from Kentucky, started in 1953 from Loretto, Kentucky. Um, Makers is one of our favorites. It's one of our go-tos. We do try to branch out and um, try and sample other liquors and whiskeys and everything of that nature. But Makers is always a solid go-to. And if you're listening, Makers, sponsor us. (laughs) Especially when we do an episode last minute and it's the bourbon that's on hand. Yes. It's probably going to be Makers. And always delicious. So thank you for that. Yes, absolutely. So today, we obviously, as I said, we have half the angry ginger energy as usual. Womp womp. (laughs) We'll make it through. I believe in us. That we will. But I got a few different requests from Miles for stories that he personally would really enjoy. And from those, I made a decision It was a poor decision because it's one I really like. So I did an extra hour of research that maybe I could have used to sleep. But who needs that? So today we're going to talk about Hades and Persephone. Hey. Also, for those Greek myth and like Hades, Persephone fans, Lore Olympus is the best webtoon ever. We're not sponsored. I just really, really, really like it. You can buy the volumes. You can read it on Webtoons. If you prefer books, as I said, like it's produced in volumes, you can buy the books. I think there are already three of them out now, and there's a fourth coming next year. It's great, and I love it, 
and go read it now, but not like right now, because I don't have the confidence that we can follow it up after you read it. But yeah, I just wanted to kind of like insert, not sponsored, just really mildly obsessed with that, that series. That series, yes. Yeah. So first, to start, I thought we could just introduce our characters. Okay. So, Hades, god of the underworld, the unseen. True. The wealthy one, or the giver of wealth. Mm. He is eldest son of the titans Kronos and Rhea. You know, like, Kronos, worst dad ever. One, in the history of worst dads, he probably takes the cake. Close second, I don't know. Uh, and by cake, we mean his children because he ate them. He did eat all of his children. Yeah. That was pretty horrible. If you don't know that story, we might cover it another time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not the story today. Not just today. needed to make sure we acknowledged him for the crown he should wear. <laughs> That's right. For eating his children. Yes. Don't do that. He is also brother to Zeus, Poseidon, Demeter, Hera, and Hestia. Very true. Hades is often depicted as stern, pitiless, unmoved by prayer, and aloof. That said, instead of having a very distinct personality like we're used to in modern interpretations of the character, think Disney, Laura Olympus, Percy Jackson, God of War, etc., etc., he's mostly just associated to the shadowy darkness of his realm. He did not personally torture the wicked souls trapped in the underworld, so he's definitely not a Satan-esque character. That was the job of the Furies, actually, the torturing. Mm-hmm. But he was more of a like general overlord supervisor with a really cool dog. Was it a three-headed dog? It was. Mm. His name was Cerberus, and he is the best boy after Arthur. After yes, Arthur. after Arthur. Yes. Hades might have been the bad boy emo kid of the underworld, but he was also worshipped as Climanus, the renowned, or Eubolus, or good counselor. Mm. His title Pluto or Pluton, also meaning wealth, may have originated through Hades' associations to Earth's fertility. First his mother, and later his wife, or because he gathered all living things into treasury at his death. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I had not thought of it that way. Good point. I hadn't either. Yeah. But one of my 17 open tabs <laughs> <laughs> enlightened me into a new perspective. <laughs> I was like, it's got to do with his wife. I get it. And well, then hearing that, I'm like, well, yeah. that that's a good point. Rhea, daughter of Gaia, was also... Greatly associated to fertility. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I also, my theory is that he extorted Chiron for his fairy fees. Okay. Yeah. Chiron, uh, for those of you who don't know, was the escort who would take the souls across the river Styx Mm -hmm. to the underworld. But it did cost a coin. It did cost a coin. And if you were... Buried with that one, I guess your loved ones didn't love you enough. And you never made it. You just sat there on those banks crying and wailing. Boo-hoo. So next I would like to introduce Persephone. Spelled Persephone. Don't get it wrong. Lord. (laughs) Persephone, or Kor, is our goddess of spring plus queen of the underworld. She hustles with two jobs. She's equal partner to her man and her mother back home. Yes, queen. What an icon. Yes. Cicero called her, quote, the seed of the fruits of the fields, unquote. Fair. In the religions of the Orphics and the Plotonus, Kor is described as the all-pervading goddess of nature who both produces and destroys everything. Yeah. Which kind of leads into another way that we refer to her, which is as the dread or dreaded Persephone. In tradition, along with that interpretation and belief, it would have actually been forbidden to speak her name. Persephone's parents are Zeus, king of the gods, sky father. (laughs) And a goose. Sometimes. (laughs) 
And Demeter, the goddess of harvest, agriculture, and very much not Zeus's wife. No, not at all. So, unfortunately, by all accounts, Persephone, like many of Zeusy Boy's offspring, mm-hmm. was not the product of consent. After some other significant marriages, but before Hera, Zeus came on to his big sister Demeter, who was quite repulsed. Yeah. Apparently, she hadn't gotten the memo that incest is all good if you're a god. So she rejected him. Mm. Mm. And could he live with that? Did he take take that to heart? He took it really, really well. Okay, that's good. And by that, I mean he transformed into a bull and violated her. Oh, Zeus. And then we get Persephone. <laughs> Always with the transformations, this guy. <laughs> yeah. It's not just for mortals. Also applies to his siblings. Isn't that nice? Nice. In fairness, we, again, we won't get into it today, but he also transformed into an animal to violate Hera. And his Hera married him <laughs> because she wanted to save face. Yikes. Yeah. I'm trying not to use the R word. Like, it's a it's appropriate. Rated. Like, rated. Rated, yeah. Rated, yes. Oh, yeah, that one. Yes. Five stars, thank you. Cut that, cut that, <laughs> cut that. <laughs> so, now we get to our story. I've introduced our car- our main characters to you. Mm-hmm. To get her crown, Persephone and Hades have to meet. Fair. Presumably. And Hades rarely ventures into the light of day, quite literally. Mm-hmm keeping mostly to his very busy job overseeing the underworld and ruling the dead. Now, in fairness, Hades, pretty lonely. His brother has so generously gifted him a colossal responsibility, very far and separate from his family and other living things. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. While the other gods frolicked and ravished each other and the prettiest humans about. Literally. He despaired, with no wife to call his own and little social skills and outings as an opportunity to procure one. And no one to ravage. Ravish. Oh, I thought you said ravage. I meant ravish. Oh. Maybe I did say ravage. I don't know. Thanks, Mm. makers. (laughs) Makers mark. Mm. (laughs) Don't drive on it. (laughs) Maybe because of the heavy loneliness, Hades ventured up to the land of the living. He happens upon Persephone, then an innocent maiden, a virgin, which is a very creepy thing to emphasize, but you know, it was emphasized in most of the sources I found, who loved to play in the fields where eternal springtime reigned, and it was love at first sight, Mm. which is bullshit. Of course. It's lust at first sight. Look, when you're a god, okay, you just got to kind of... Do what you do what you can. You can't really love. You got a lot of responsibilities. You can't give all of yourself because you got a lot of tasks. You know, you just gotta kind of lust after somebody and hope for the best. I'm just, I'm just saying, call it what it is. I'm, I'm sure she had a great personality, and he sensed that. I'm just saying, as a kid, love at first sight messed me up because of the realization that it only happened to pretty people. Mm. And I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh, no, I'm not a pretty people. Hmm. I'm I'm no one's going to love me at first sight. (laughs) And then I grew up and I became even more bitter. And now I have a podcast. (laughs) Where was I going with this? (laughs) It might take second sight, third sight, maybe even fourth sight for me. That's okay. I'm still worthy. I know my value. (laughs) (laughs) oh goodness look at what cletus is missing (laughs) right don't feel bad cletus like you're you're not missing much i'm i'm over here on like my 25th site don't don't tell him not to feel bad like he listens to the episodes he's not on (laughs) oh he will whether he likes it or not now did hades approach the beautiful maiden probably not did he attempt small talk I don't think he would. Did he introduce himself at the very least? He was too shy. 
We actually don't know because the myths don't say, but I really want to believe, like, benefit of the doubt that he at least made some sad and awkward attempt before excusing himself to confide in his brother. Uh, 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 hey girl, uh, w- 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 you come here often? Me? No, I, I, I don't hang with dead people or nothing like that. <laughs> no, I'm totally normal. I'm not, my name? Uh... Yay, Yades. Yeah, Yades. It sounds like Hades, but that's not me, because, you know, dead people and all that. Gross. Unless you don't think it's gross. (laughs) Would you be cool with that? Because, I mean, I got coins if you're trying to cross the (laughs) river. I mean, you let me know. I'll let your boy Yades. Not Hades, though. Not me. No. That's how that went down. That's exactly how that went down. I'm so glad we could provide the facts. Yes. What's a man in love to do but look to his younger brother for advice and matters of the heart? Oh, no. Hades was dead set on making Persephone his bride. ching And he would need Zeus's permission anyway. So, goes to Zeus. Why not? Not only does Zeus not oppose the match, but he's willing to help Uncle Hades marry his niece. Yep, I took the romance out of that for all of us, didn't I? <laughs> hey, uh, have you have you thought about just I don't know transforming into something? Ladies will love it when you transform into something. I, I got a few ideas I can show you. Come on, walk with me, talk with me. Actually, on that note, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so Zeus definitely understands women, right? Like clearly. Clearly. It's so true that Miles definitely does not snort makers out of his nose. (laughs) (laughs) I see. uh, I waited to take a sip before, you know, that's here we go. For example, what do women like? I mean, what do they really like? What gets a beautiful woman in ancient times hot and bothered like nothing else? Coins to cross the river sticks. Whoa. Obviously, super aggressive, handsome animals. Mm. I mean, duh. But that was Zeus's MO. He would have to lend Hades a different strategy. Another issue at hand was that Demeter was not likely to approve of the marriage. The sunless underworld wasn't exactly what she'd call a paradise worthy of her daughter. Fair. So... There was only one reasonable solution to Hades' love quandary. This called for top-tier kidnapping. Ayo. Hashtag romance. How can you really love someone if you don't just abscond with them? Oh, look at you. Mm. Whipping out those high school words. SAT words. Woo! Yes. Persephone was picking flowers. Let's say in Sicily for shits and giggles i.e. minding her own damn business. Near to the water, as she was under the watchful eyes of her Demeter-appointed guardians slash playmates. Mm. The sea nymphs. Which sound way more fun as babysitters than the cranky teenager who needs an extra buck to go to the movies with her friends. That's fair. Unbeknownst to her, Zeus goaded his grandmother, Gaia, into planting the perfect little flower offstage. Mm. And so, a downright enchanting yellow Narcissus flower catches Persephone's eye. The goddess was immediately drawn to this beauty, and she called for the nymphs to follow her as she already began to move closer. Hey, nymphs, come check this out. I need a second. Cut that, cut that. No, I'm not cutting shit. However, the nymphs were tied to the water. Like, they would die if they left it. It's pretty serious. Uh, ma'am, we would love to come with you, but see, the way our bodies are set up right now, we gonna die. And that is not cool for us. Tell you what, you'll be fine. Just go, keep within ear range, and we'll just keep an ear on you instead of an eye on you. Go ahead. They could only watch helplessly as Persephone wandered off in pursuit of this incredible floral find. Ooh, there she go. She would only be gone a moment 
Nothing to worry about, surely. Persephone gets close enough to pluck the Narcissus flower from the earth, but this flower is stubborn. It drains her energy almost completely as she comically pulls and pulls at the darn thing. She didn't have scissors. She didn't want to just give up after a certain point. Just like, you know what? It could stay here. I'll just come back to it. Miles, are you picking flowers with scissors? I mean, if they're stubborn, perhaps. Oh, my God. Perhaps. Oh. Okay. Lord. So she's pulling. She's pulling. Finally, the stem comes free. <sighs> A tiny hole was left in the earth. Persephone peered at it, curious at first, but then in horror as the ground began to shake. Mm-hmm. You in danger, girl. The hole cracked open, growing ever larger until it was a deep and mighty chasm. From the chasm came the thundering hoofballs of four great steeds, pitch black. Mm. They grew. They grew. They grew. This happens like once an episode at this point. It does. Mm -hmm. They drew a chariot behind them. And in this chariot, you guessed it, rode Hades. Hades. Hades scooped Persephone up with one arm while she stood shocked and terrified. He never missed arm day. You're just scooping a full-grown person up with one arm. Just, whoa. You, what else are you going to do? You, you're in the land of the dead and no one visits you? Of course you're going to be hitting the gym. All the gains. Respect. Hardly her hard holding. I can't. <laughs> I'm so distracted <laughs> by the accuracy. <laughs> Right? Of your interpretation. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm not. I'm not by any means condoning kidnapping. I am, though, condoning arm day. I mean, take care of yourself if you're going to be alone for all that time down in the underworld. Yes. I mean, in fairness, we only ever talk about leg day. Exactly. Exactly. And he said, "You know what? No, it's about arms too." I like to imagine that Persephone was still holding. <laughs> Her hard one flower, <laughs> and just thinking, well, this wasn't worth it. Oh, <laughs> and look at this point, she better be holding that because if it took you so much energy <laughs> that you are physically exhausted from trying to pull this, and you anyway. drop it, I'm mad at you. Okay, I am judging you. I am furious. I'm judging you as a person if you drop this. So I, for my sake. Yes, she has this tightly clutched in her her fist <laughs> as she is like wide eyed at like what's going on, being dragged to the depths of the underworld, the non Elysian fields. <laughs> Persephone cries out, calling for her mother Demeter. Mama. However, none but the water nymph Sion could hear her pleas. But try as she might, there was nothing Scion could do. I'll die, girl. Either from the water or against the mighty god of the underworld. I would, but I can't. All Hades had left to do was simply allow the earth to swallow them back up. Mm. Thus trapping Persephone forever? Eh, not quite. Not quite. Side note, Scion was so utterly distraught at failing to rescue the poor Persephone that she cried until she melted into a great pool of tears forming the river Sion. Hot damn. How distraught do you have to be to cry until you turn into tears? I mean, I guess when you know, <laughs> I only had one job. <laughs> I had one job. I ain't doing nothing else but being a sea nymph and watching this girl. I'm in the water already, so I'm being a sea nymph. And I let this girl slip through my fingers. There's nothing to do but to cry. I just feel like, I mean, as a man, you're not well equipped to understand the intricacies of a female friendship. Which is why you had to relate it to her job responsibilities That's and fair. not just the fact that she really cared about Persephone. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess you can care about people, too. <laughs> huh. I, that's the concept I'm getting used to, you know, caring about people. You know, It's a thing. Emotions and whatnot. 
I get it. I think. You have a kid, right? Oh, yeah. I'm getting used to it. I'm getting used to it. 16 years. Getting 16, used to it. 16, you know. They grow on you. <laughs> I'm going to take a sip. <laughs> Love you, Cleo. <laughs> I was going to put in a clever hashtag, and then my mind just went completely just, I watched blank. it, too. Like I saw your yeah. eyes light up with, like, oh, I got it. And then they die. just... <laughs> Oh, that was great. I remembered I was a ginger and died again inside. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Everything just. That happens like three times a day. I'm getting used to it. Yeah. Just like you're getting used to like. Emotions and care and love and responsibility. (laughs) Where is she, by the way? Huh. Demeter. Uh Uh-huh. A single mom who was off seeing to her own duties and responsibilities. Not worrying about her child. Yeah. Returned to find her precious daughter missing. Mm. Noting the appearance of a new river where there was none before. (laughs) She asked the water nymphs where Persephone had gotten off to. Her desperation growing with the sense of unease in the pit Mm. of her gut. Alas, the nymphs could only shake their heads and shrug. And shrug like they don't know. Like, they watched it go on, and they don't know. This girl has cried herself into a river of herself, Mm -hmm. and they're just shrugging like, oh, I don't know what happened. Don't don't ask me. Yeah. I'm just seeing infinite up. So. Okay. Cue agricultural rage. Oh, yeah. It's coming big time. As far as Demeter is concerned, the nymphs wholly failed her and Persephone in their most important assigned task. And me too, for that matter. To keep the goddess of spring safe. Greater than the wrath of the grisliest mama bear. I know that's right. Her fury, not to be confused with the furies. Uh, Ah, Rain down a... About there's a typo in my words are hard. Words are hard, y'all. We're gonna rewind. How do you rewind? Um, it's the backwards button. No, I mean like as a sound, like as a sound effect. Thank you. You're welcome. Greater than the wrath of the grisliest mama bear, her fury. Rain down upon the water nymphs. You lost my child? (sighs) I just imagined literally Kratos going into rage mode. (laughs) Basically. Any parent would. Well, hold on. Any good parent (laughs) would. In fairness, that's kind of how you get introduced in the new God of War games. Thank you. It's not a spoiler. It's been out for four years. It it really has. Um, The nymphs are cursed. Warped into something heinous with plumbed bodies, scaled feet, and wings. The sea, their home, rejected their new forms. Shit, I would too. There would henceforth, they would henceforth, goddamn giggle water. (laughs) He's damn scaled up like dragon mermaids. (laughs) Like, ew, (laughs) get out of my ocean. I don't want that. Mm -mm. They would henceforth be known as sirens. I found a cat. You did find a cat. Hello. He usually doesn't like to be picked up. He handled that really well. He did. He He's the one that likes to crawl on your back and your shoulders, but mm-hmm. being lifted, he like freaks a bit. There's a certain way to do it. He wants to jump on your back. He doesn't want you to put him there. Oh, too late he for seems that. Very content. Though. Too late for that. I'm a cat person. Like Don't they you just, love his big teal eyes? They speak to me for some reason. Hello. I don't know. They call me the cat whisperer because cats just look at you. Just purring. You just having the time of your life. Look at you. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't. Uh, oh, we're, we're doing the whole story here. Don't mind me. Just, <laughs> don't cut that though. So, that nifty new river that we talked about, mm-hmm. you know, Scion. Oh, Scion. Washed up the only physical clue that something had indeed gone horribly wrong. Scion delivered Persephone's belt to Demeter. Oh, no. 
why her belt was separate from the rest of her and her clothing, we will leave to the audience. I don't want to talk about it. She, okay, had to get ready to swim because that girl loved water. She's like, oh, a whole new river? Um, the river happened after she was gone. A whole new river that I haven't seen underground in the river sticks. I got to swim through this. Let me take my tunic off, but this belt is in the way. So that's all that's going on here. It's all wholesome. By all accounts, Demeter absolutely lost it. She tore across the land in search of her daughter, taking on the form of an old woman with a torch in hand. We've all done that before. For nine days and nine nights, she did not rest. Mm. But she neglected her duties in the process. That's fair. The earth was not tended. Mm. And thus, no nourishment for humans could come from it. Plants withered, animals died, and famine ravaged the earth, resulting in untold misery. The plants withered. Mm-mm. The animals died. No, they didn't. And famine ravaged the earth, no. resulting in untold misery. Girl. On the tenth day, mm. Demeter meets Hecate. The goddess of magic, spells, and crossroads. Okay. Hecate took pity on Demeter and confirmed the mother's worst fears. Persephone had been spirited away. <laughs> I just thought about the movie. I'm sorry. Oh. It was bad timing. It's not a funny movie, it's, though. It's not, but it... <laughs> Are you okay? I am. <laughs> I just thought about the movie, and I was like, oh, Spirited Away, great movie. I was like, oh, not the time, not the time. And then I just started laughing, so I apologize. Rush gets it. The problem is Hecate didn't see it happen. Mm. She only heard it. So to find out who the villainous kidnapper was, they would need more help. The goddesses consulted Helios, who saw Everything that went down on Earth as the Titan of the Sun. That's right. Now, Helios suggested Hades wasn't the worst catch for Persephone. Okay. He did rule the entire underworld, one third of the universe, and one might argue a greater taking as they for sure were going to reach a point that there were going to be way more people dead than alive mm. if they hadn't already reached that. 2020, 20, basically. <laughs> what? 2020, yeah. Persephone basically got herself swiped by the only remaining top-tier eligible bachelor in the godly roster. If you're going to do it, I mean, do it right. Also, since Zeus approved of the match and was not only her father, but the sky father to all gods and mortals, Yikes. it was an approved, albeit rushed, arranged marriage sort of deal. The bride just didn't know. Or 100% love it. Yeah, the crying out for her mother might imply that she, she wasn't all she on was, board. You know, she was thinking it out. She was like, I'm not really opposed, but I would have liked to have had some people on my side of the wedding gone. So Demeter wasn't having it. The news of her daughter's strategized abduction and the extra hand lended by her own brother Zeus. Yikes. Also Persephone's father enraged her once more beyond the utter desperation and despair that she felt over the last 10 days. Fair. Demeter refused to return to Olympus. She kept the guise of a mortal, forbidding the earth to bear fruit or vegetables. Remember how she was already neglecting her duties? Yeah. Well, that continued, but worse, for another year. Hmm. She just said, forget this. Um, and that's where the plants withered quote was supposed to go, and I forgot to delete it earlier on while I was editing my notes. Plants withered. Animals died. Famine ravaged the earth, 
resulting in untold misery. It was a little bit cold. Oh, yeah. Humans cried to the gods for relief. Relief! Lest they all perish. So, things aren't looking great. Zeus had to admit that his sis was not above wiping out all mortal existence with famine. And he sure did like being worshipped. He did. Dust couldn't make offerings. Not at all. And it certainly wouldn't honor the gods. No, no. Something had to be done. Instead of taking any kind of, you know, individual responsibility, Zeus sent the gods of Olympus to beg Demeter to make the earth and fields fertile once more. They even brought gifts! Here you are, Demeter. Gifts! Do better. We brought you gold. I don't need gold. I need my child. Who even needs a daughter? Gifts, yeah, she, though. She refused. Unless Persephone was returned to her side, Demeter threatened to make the world barren. Permanently. Oh. Zeus sent Hermes to the underworld to fetch the girl post-haste. Quickly. Who better to send after a year of twiddling their thumbs than the fastest god bar none? Now, there is very little concrete evidence to suggest that Persephone grew to adore Hades. In fact, she was in all likelihood very sad and just missed her mom. That's fair. In fairness, she was kidnapped. I personally like... like the much less evidence-supported versions of this tale, where Zeus does much of the wrongdoing and Hades gets a bride who actually likes him out of it. That's fair. That said, I'm going to be sprinkling in a little bit of the Hermes found Persephone doing quite well, a radiant queen to behold, adored and respected by her husband and spoiled by him in every possible way. Let me have this. Sounds better. Just just for a moment. Sounds better. Yeah, I like that. Keep that, keep that, keep that. The thought of losing his queen was daunting, to say the least. And Hades was just as stubborn as Demeter. I just got her. Before Hermes could whisk the goddess back home, Whoosh. Hades offered her six pomegranate seeds. <laughs> Not even pomegranate. It's like pomegranate seeds. Bruh, I'd be offended. Persephone, in some tellings, was pretty damn hungry. She had not eaten a single thing since she was first forcibly dumped in the underworld and married off to her uncle. Oh, yeah. Regardless, while not very filling, pomegranate seeds are delicious, so this offering must have seemed pretty kind and generous. Unless you're Miles. Right. Here's the thing. One does not simply eat yummy seeds from the underworld. That is, if you do partake of any food from the land of the dead, you must return to it. That's fair. So as much as I like Hades and want to root for the underdog, there aren't many ways you can spin this snack as anything less than a trick. But he didn't tell her that either. That's what makes it a trick. Oh. Look at Miles learning things. Learning. I do think it's pretty likely that Hades was just very insecure and didn't think Persephone would ever choose to stay with him. So if Hermes offered her the choice first, that was his fear. And in fairness, their relationship had a pretty rocky start. Kidnapping? Pretty heavy. Yeah. It doesn't excuse the trickery, though. I don't think so. So, really, I'm just rambling because I don't want to admit that Hades just might be a total D-bag. He like the might rest. be a D-bag in this situation. Yeah. 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 Uh, I want him to be different, though. It's his niece, though. It's his niece. Yeah, it really is. And, Read and Laura he, Olympus and don't think about that. He kidnapped her. Now that Persephone unwittingly chowed down on Underworld Grub, 
a compromise must be made. For every six months Persephone spends with her mother Demeter amongst the mortals and gods, she must return for an equal amount of time to the underworld and her husband's side. Hmm. Six I'm pomegranate seeds. I'm sensing a theme here. Yep. Six pomegranate <laughs> seeds, six months. Numbers matter. Numbers matter. That said, um, different interpretations have different ratios. So sometimes it's three or four months. Correct. We're saying six and six because it makes sense to me. I can dig it. This wasn't exactly to Demeter's liking, though. So while she does restore fertility to the earth and Persephone's presence in the bright and warm spring and summer months, the earth becomes cold once she departs again. With the cold, the crops wane, and as during autumn and winter. So, seasons. Wait there a you have second. It. That sounds like seasons to me. Regardless of whether you're convinced Hades and Persephone had a mutual romantic relationship, one thing is certain. Persephone did not neglect her duties as queen of the underworld, and she remained faithful to Hades while also ensuring he remained faithful to her in turn. That's right. But that's a different story for another time. Yes. And that is today's tale. Get it? Because we have cats on us right now. Tales. Reaching. Reaching. Reaching Reaching really hard for that one. But, ow. I just got, like, cat whipped. But uh, that's probably fair for that joke that I just made. The, the cat used its tail to, like, slap me in the face. But, <laughs> yeah, I know. You're still cool. But uh, that is the story of Hades and Persephone and Demeter. One of my favorites because I like seasons. I like summer, really, the best. But I like the, the concept of, oh, this is how we got the seasons. I think it's unique. So thank you for guiding us through that story. You're welcome. And I don't know. I I really hope that people don't find it particularly relatable because there's a lot of kidnapping and non-consent. I wouldn't say a lot. It's just. I'm curious. I mean, it's the main theme of how they got together, but I wouldn't say a lot. I mostly just want, like, a depiction of how a non-consensual marriage ceremony goes. Mm. And I guess, like, because it was kind of arranged in a sense, like, the I do, I dude wasn't really a part of it. But, like, it just, it makes me curious. Like, how does that, if if you're able to snag a woman in one arm, is that the marriage ceremony in itself? I feel like he was like, um, we belong together. And she was like, wait, who are you again? Who are your parents? Aren't we related? And then by the time she was like about to ask, he was like, oh, no, you've crossed this river. You look hungry. She's like, yeah, I mean, a little bit. But wait, who are you? And he's like, uh, about that. You should get something to eat. You look really skinny right now. And she's like, I mean, I could I could eat, but how did I get here and who are you? Uh here, have some pomegranate seeds. <laughs> all right, all right. Number one first date. <laughs> cool. These were delicious. Thank you for these. Now please tell me who you are. Oh, I'm Hades. Wait, you're my uncle. What am I? So Well, you're here now. Sorry. I can tell that fans of, you know, Hades being like the underdog and not a total creep like most of his family Mm -hmm. really want to believe that like Persephone definitely grew to love him Mm -hmm. so that even like kidnapping aside, he was just really respectful of her and that they had a really strong relationship. But he does try to seduce a different nymph later. As I said, story for another time, maybe. Correct. But she, like, there isn't evidence to support that, which is really unfortunate because I also, like, growing up, even with, like, villain Hades from Hercules, I loved Hades. And I had a really time hard time accepting 
that this underdog had to be the villain. And I say underdog because, like, he legitimately does have, like, a third plus of the universe committed to him. That's fair. And I just wanted this guy to succeed. And then he got his planet taken away. (laughs) And that just, that hurts. And, you know, in the words of Burton Guster, you heard about Pluto? That's messed up, right? Well played. (laughs) My coaster has a pineapple on it. (laughs) Well played. Also, the tea I drank this morning was a psych-inspired blend I got off of Etsy in a Ravenclaw thermos that I just got for Christmas. (laughs) I'm not mad at that. I mean, personally, I'm more of a Gryffindor. That's just me. But I can respect it. Is there any other um, amazing insights (laughs) without Cletus that we can make on this story? Well, first, not story related, but I, well, I did have a sleeping cat on me. There was a sound and he just woke up. He's groggy and disoriented. (laughs) He's like, dishwasher, huh? But I had a sleeping cat on me. I thought it was kind of cool that he felt comfortable enough to fall asleep. Thank you. Um, insight on this story. Uh, I found it interesting how Zeus yet again found a way to mess up somebody's life. <laughs> I do find it interesting that, like, in interpretations of this story and in, like, you know, source material, the blame really does go to Zeus. I mean, all like, things considered, I feel like, and this kind of ties into us wanting uh, Hades or Pluto to be a good guy or like a good enough guy. I feel like Zeus really planted that seed in his head, no pun intended, with like the six seeds that came later. But I feel like he planted that seed in his head and was like, you know what? You look like a lonely guy and I'd visit you if I could. But, you know, between all these transformations, I'm tied up. I got to throw these lightning bolts. I'm basically, like, the god of these gods, and I got to be on Olympus for that. You know, I love you, bro. But if you really want some, like, companionship, here's an idea. Find a girl. What about that one? Isn't isn't that our neat? I, that. She can be your companion. Here's a way. And we go from there. Well, some of the sources I found did say that um, Zeus specifically promised Hades one of his daughters. Which is weird because then as a premise, it was like you can have one of your nieces one day. Like, I, I get that we... So the thing is, according to Greek mythology... The universe doesn't exist without incest because there weren't enough beings in the universe to have any other options to continue. But you get to a point where you're like, ah, you had other options, though. <laughs> there's there's millions of other women out here. Uh, I mean, I know we're basically centered in Greece and Rome right now, so maybe not millions, but... There are other options. And, uh, no, Zeus wasn't having that. And I feel like he kind of convinced a lot of his brothers, <laughs> Ares, Pluto, Hades. Ares is not his brother. That's true. That's true. Ares is his son. Is his son. <laughs> We're talking about yes. Zeus. His family members, I like, should say. Actually, one of his and Hera's. Yes. He, he convinced a lot of his family members to. Do some not on the up and up things. Um, yeah, he was very. Um, I did. Say I would brothers, say his so uh, his son Apollo is a pretty close match. Fair. <laughs> um, I think it was Apollo. Apollo that a lot of his lovers met very tragic ends, and to the point where it becomes a little sus. Mm-hmm. A little sus. But it all traces back to Zeus. I'm just saying. 
I really hope you guys enjoyed this dive into Greek mythology. I know that it was one that Miles requested. I did. I enjoyed I this story. I, I did it some justice for everyone. I enjoyed it. I also hope that Maker's Mark sponsors us because this is delicious. Um, I hope that you guys enjoyed everything you heard. I hope you learned something. And, you know, I hope we just had a good time. Maybe you pour a drink and drink with us as you listen to this. On the contrary, maybe you're starting your day and you're listening to us on your way to work. In which case, you should not be drinking. But, um, pro tip. <laughs> right, pro tip, don't do that. That's not good. Um, just chill with us one way or the other. If you're starting your day, if you're winding down, chill with us, have a good time. And we appreciate you. Thank you for listening. And that is Miles and Ella signing out. Cheers. everybody it's cletus i hope everybody had a happy new year and good holidays uh everybody's still sane i hope you're as drunk as i am on your liquor of choice we choose bourbon obviously dragons drink bourbon and spit truth as we have mentioned before uh i wasn't here because of who i am as a person and i just hope that that didn't hurt anybody's feelings and i'll be back next week Holler to play when you see him in the streets, but you don't know what he looks like. Original music by Maria Vincent and art by Something by LP. The crew here at Dragon's Drink Bourbon supports safe drinking practices, which is why we coat our stomachs with a nice filling meal before each recording. This food is sponsored by Hot Wings Express in Phoenix City, Alabama, because we dare to win. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at ddb.podcast.